Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you feel like you're the only young person who cares about your Catholic faith? Do you look around at Mass and only see silver foxes? We're Jake and Kathy, a young adult married couple. And we're here to tell you, you're not alone. That's why it's time to get Truth Pops. You're going to get a podcast designed specifically for you, a young adult Catholic in a pop culture world. The countdown is on for Truth Pop. We'll connect Christ into culture. Sports Yak Podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. I'm Jimmy Shorts. Sports Yak is brought to you by Rabbit Wigs. Put that rabbit in a wig. Call for a fitting today. 574 Rabbits. Here's Chuck and Corey. What, what do they don't use their last names now? They're, they're that popular, they just go Chuck and Corey. No, they're not that popular. Use your last names, guys, for a couple of years at least. Welcome to Sports Yak, episode 81. I wish Chuck were sitting next to me because I probably would hear him say the Tim Brown episode. Heisman Trophy winner, University of Notre Dame, Oakland Raider, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So yesterday would have been Sunday... Chuck Freeby and his family in Indianapolis accepting the Indiana Sportscaster, Sports Broadcaster, Writer, Hall of Fame Award. Well-deserved. Got to see some photos and talk to Chuck late last night. Very exciting for him and an honor. Uh, he told me that uh, Vince Turner, his first radio partner, uh, got to introduce him. And uh, Chuck got to get up and say a few words. Had a great uh, dinner. A good chunk of the family was down there. Chuck is uh, visiting Purdue today with uh, the youngest TJ Freebie. And, but Chuck will be back for the very next episode. We did want to put something out today, though, and maybe share briefly about Notre Dame women's basketball. Tough game to watch as the Irish were down most of the game. Caught up a couple of times, but just couldn't finish strong. 82-81, losing to Baylor. Bob Nagel, who's on staff here at Pulse FM, calls the games regular season and all the tournaments and hoopla and whatnot, and 
He has this report for us. A magnificent season came to a tough end for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame Sunday night as the Baylor Bears win the national championship by a score of 82-81. to The Fighting Irish were down 17 points in the first half and trailed by 12 at halftime. They even went down by 14 in the third quarter before Enrique Agumbawale put the Irish on her back, leading the way with 31 points in the ballgame, and the Irish were able to take the lead, actually, in the fourth quarter by a single point on a couple of occasions. But the ball just didn't bounce the Irish way, missed a couple of free throws down the stretch, Baylor came up with some big plays, and the tournament MVP, Chloe Jackson, finished with a career-high 26 points in this game to go with five assists and two rebounds. For the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, Brianna Turner in her final game, 12 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, and a blocked shot. Outstanding. Jessica Shepard played all 40 minutes, had 11 points, 10 rebounds, another double for Jessica Shepard. Marina Mabry had her best game in over a month, coming back from a knee injury. She was 7 out of 15 from the field, 4 out of 8 from three-point range, and had 21 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal for the Irish. Jackie Young ran the point quite a bit on the night for the Irish. She finished with 4 points, 9 rebounds, and led the team with 6 assists. She also had a couple of steals. Arike Agomowale played all 40 minutes, 31 points, 6 rebounds. She had an assist and 2 steals on the night. Abby Prohaska got in for about five minutes in the ballgame. Michaela Vaughn played for about four. But the Irish, in the most prolific scoring starting lineup in program history, saw their careers come to an end down in Florida. Final score again, Baylor 82, Notre Dame 81. I'm Bob Nagel, proud of these ladies and the way they played all season defending the international championship as they uh, wound up in Tampa, Florida in the championship game. For Pulse FM Sports, I'm Bob Nagel. While I was on spring break, one of our favorite people did stop by the studio to talk to our morning show, Joe Hart with the South Bend Cubs. And Chuck sat down with an extended chat with Joe. Pleased to have the president of the South Bend Cubs joining us here on Sports Yak today. Joe Hart has dropped by the studio. Now, let me ask you this. You've been here eight years now. What's the toughest part about running a minor league baseball operation? I think the biggest thing now is when you have success, it's how do you uh, repeat it and get better the next year. Um, you know, the first couple of years here when we were making the ballpark improvements, we were increasing attendance, um, it was a little bit easier. You know, and then you get the Cubs affiliation in 2015. That kind of just took care of itself. But now we've had some sustained success. So now it's like, how do we get better? How do we keep growing our attendance? How do we get better from a customer service standpoint? That's probably the thing that keeps me up the most is at the end of the day, you know, we all high five like oh great year in attendance great year with this great year with that but and then the anxiety sets in it's like well how do we do better the next year so it's always trying to reinvent yourself keeping the good things but improving on those things that need improvement it is totally out of your control but how much does the product on the field influence the success of the franchise overall if we're doing our job right in the front office not a whole lot, uh, to be honest with you. If we have great promotions, we provide great customer service, um, it really doesn't have a negative effect if the team's not playing well. Um, but we do get a lift when the team is playing well. Like, you know, a couple years ago, we went on, we won like 18 out of 19 games. Like, when I'm getting gas at a gas station and somebody says, hey, did you win last night? You get more momentum that way. But if the team's not playing well, it doesn't really have that negative effect because, you know, you still got great fireworks. You still have great food. So it's great 
great when we win, but if it's not like the major leagues, if you know if your team's not doing well and you're terrible, um, it has a significant effect. It, it really doesn't for us, which is is a blessing. But that's us doing our job for the things that we can control. Maybe I'm asking you to give away trade secrets. I don't apologize for that. When you guys do your fan surveys, mm-hmm. what's the number one thing fans are looking for when they come to the ballpark? Ooh, that's a good question. The surveys that we've done recently, probably the number one thing is how do we find a way to create more of a interaction with our players? And that's probably the hardest thing for us is single A at the single A level. If players are doing well, they get called up. Uh, and that's usually who the fans want to get to know first. And But, you know, if they're doing what they're supposed to do, they're not going to be here long enough. So that's why we've instituted the things on Sundays after every single home game. You can go down on the field. The entire team sets up behind home plate, and we do autograph signings. We're trying to do more things in the community where players are out there so you have the opportunity to get to know them a little bit more. That's probably the biggest challenge is how do we get more of an interaction to these players. And that changed when we became a Cubs affiliate because there is so many more people that know the minor league system versus when we were with Arizona. And they know if these guys make it to the big leagues, it's easy enough just to drive to Chicago and watch them play at Wrigley Field. And, you know, we saw a lot of that David Bodie, you know, Ian Happ. I mean, they were our first two guys to make it to, to Wrigley Field that played here in 2015. It's a big summer for the franchise because you host the Midwest League All-Star Game for the first time in 30 years. How much pressure does that put on you, and and how much does it add to your workload this year? Yeah, it's a significant amount of pressure. It's probably more self-induced because, you know, it's been 30 years since it's been here, so a lot of people don't remember when it was here last. (laughs) Um, But for us, you know, we try to do everything first class as an organization. Um, It's go big or go home. Um, The other thing is is either do it right or don't do it at all. So it's going to be first class everything. So there are a lot of things, you know, especially the way we're doing it. It's a three-day event with the concert on that Sunday night featuring Pitbull. Monday's the Fan Fest. Tuesday's the game itself. Ryan Sandberg's going to be in town. So we have a lot of things planned. It has put a lot of workload uh, on myself and our staff. However, we took the opportunity to plan and coordinate the majority of this starting back in October. So a lot of the stuff is already set. The uniforms have already come in. The logoed Midwest League All-Star baseballs are already in. So anything that I could take care of prior to is done and set because, (laughs) you know, once April 4th hit and, you know, once now we're into our season, you know, we got to focus on the everyday games. You can't just forget about what's currently going on and focus totally on the All-Star game. Did Pitbull get confused between South Beach and South Bend, and that's why he's showing up because he thinks that he's, like, right there in town? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so. And it was funny. When we were working with his management, we didn't sell this just as a concert. We sold it as an event that hasn't been in our city for 30 years, an event that is tied into, you know, Major League Baseball with the minor league players, but also something that there are a lot of our players that are are, uh, Latin players. And obviously, you know, Pitbull's from Cuba, his Latin background. um, We sold it as something that this is something that everybody in our community can enjoy, both the American players and the Latin players. Because so many times in our league, a lot of the events are geared towards you know, a country concert or just normal everyday things that we as, uh, uh, you know, Americans just take for granted. But the Latin players, it kind of excludes them, not on purpose, but that's just the way it happens. So for us, when we were looking at a concert, we wanted to do something that they could take as much joy and enjoy it because this game's really about them. You've got a great story about running Pitbull past Andrew Berlin. <laughs> yes. So when we were going through the list of names, because um, the investment to bring in a concert the size we're doing is significantly more than what we've done in the past. So that was not one I was willing to hang my neck out there on the line. So I, I had to run it past Andrew to get his blessing. 
and you know they sent me some names of other bands and he's like I don't really know them and they're like well here's one Pitbull and I'm like oh I think that'd be great but I'm like there's no chance Andrew Berlin knows who Pitbull is so reluctantly I fire off the email and about 10 minutes later I get the response back I absolutely love him huge show book it and I'm like that was not the response that I was expecting so yeah it's great Andrew's all excited for it and uh, it's gonna be a great event for the city Let's talk a little baseball. Who are some of the Southland Cup players that fans are going to want to keep an eye on this year? Probably the biggest one uh, that's with us is Braylon Marquez, number three prospect in the Cubs system. Throws about 100 miles an hour. Um, we had the opportunity to see him. I think he threw twice for us at the end of last season. Um, he's one for sure uh, that people are going to um, really want to notice. Um, there's another kid, uh, his last name's Rodare. Um, he's an outfielder. I think he was a fourth-round pick. I think he's only 19 years old, so this is his first real full-season year in professional baseball. He's another one that I think he played. He got some at-bats during big league spring training this year. So he's one. I think we have six players returning from last year. I want to say there's two or three of the top uh, ten prospects in the Cubs system with us. So, you know, again, if these guys are performing well, they typically get called up to the next level. So you got to come out and enjoy them while they're here. And you got a new manager this year. Yeah, Buddy Bailey. Very exciting, lifelong baseball guy. Um, winningest active manager in minor league baseball. Over 2,000 career victories. So um, that tells you a couple things. He's really good at what he does, and he's been in the game forever because 2,000-plus victories is, is a hard thing to do. But anybody in the community that knows Mark Haley reminds me very much of that. Die-hard baseball guy. It runs through his, through his blood, and we're very excited. Great teacher, and uh, I think people are going to notice the difference when they see the guys play on the field. You were a baseball fan when you came here and took the job. Were you a Cubs fan before you took the job? Yeah, ironically enough, I grew up north-central Pennsylvania, so about three hours from Pittsburgh, six hours from Philly. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, you didn't have MLB Network. You didn't have all the uh, regional sports networks. So I could never watch the teams from my own state, but WGN. So I literally grew up a Cubs fan um, because of WGN. Games were on in the afternoon, so, you know, it, it, was, it just kind of worked out for me. And then when we got the Cubs affiliation, it just was even better. And then when they won the World Series and I had the opportunity to get a World Series ring, it was just, for me, it was kind of a dream come true. How often do you wear that bad boy? I usually wear it every game day. So now that the season's getting ready to get started, I'll have it on tomorrow night. Because um, the biggest thing for me is I enjoy letting the fans see it. As much as I enjoy having it and appreciate it, you don't realize how much it means to the community and these lifelong Cubs fans. So uh, being able to share it is probably the most enjoyable thing about having it. Your favorite memory so far as being South Bend Cubs president? Ooh, I think it was opening day 2015. That's our first game as a Cubs affiliate. It's raining all day long. There's tornado warnings in the area. We know we have Theo Epstein coming in for that night. And probably around 4 o'clock that day, the clouds parted. The sun comes out. It's like 65 degrees. Theo comes into town. And we win the game um, that night with a walk-off home run in the ninth inning. And I think we won one nothing or 2-1. to one. That's probably the one memory for me that, that certainly sticks. I mean, there's a lot of memories that have, you know, just at the gates when people leave, you see kids smiling, having a good time. So that kind of reinforces why I do what I do. But really, that, that game on... Uh, uh, in 2015 opening night as a Cubs affiliate. I really don't want to tell people about this promotion because I want to hoard all the tickets for myself. But Tuesday nights this year are really going to be family-oriented at your ballpark. 
Yeah, we're doing a $2 ticket night. Um, our friends at Metro PCS are helping us out to be able to do this. I think it's five Tuesday nights during the year. Tickets are $2. The key is you got to buy them in advance. You can either call in advance or buy them online. If you wait till the day of, they're back to regular price. But it's something, you know, it's we're affordable family entertainment. And this just kind of goes to that mission is, you know, if you're out there and you want to go to a game, there should never be a reason that um, you can't go to a game at Four Winds Field. Best thing about your job? There's so many of them. I think right now it is. When I got here in 2012, not a lot of people were excited about the franchise. It was kind of on a downturn. I think the biggest thing now is seeing the community rally behind this. It's now become a jewel of the community again. And it's not just a South Bend uh, franchise. It's really a Michiana franchise. We're drawing from consistently a 60-mile radius and in. And I think that's for me is seeing people be proud that we're a Cubs affiliate. Proud that we can say, hey, we have a team in South Bend and we're drawing over 350,000 people a year. Worst thing about your job? Probably the hardest thing is weather. You, you know, you kind of live and die by the weather. Mother Nature quickly reminds you she's in charge of things. You know, it's you, you put a lot of work and effort into it. But as I've gotten older throughout my career, it's kind of one of those things now I I only worry about what I control. In my early years, it was, I was constantly staring at radar and stressing about it. And I've just learned, put the tarp on the field if it's going to rain and if it stops, play ball. But if not, it's not it's not anything that I can control. So I'm sorry the correct answer would be working with Mark McGill. Well, <laughs> that's a very close second. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. That is a close second. Sports Yak! Sports Yak, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Follow the Yak on Twitter at Sports Yak with two Ks. But the second K is silent. Hey, I want to take a second to promote another podcast I'm a part of. It's called What Else with Corey Mann. If you're a fan of music, Christian music, I have access to many different artists. Some of them have become pretty cool friends. And the most recent episode of What Else is singer-songwriter Matt Marr. You can download that wherever you get your podcasts. It's also available via the Studio DNA Podcast Network. He tells a great story about teaching his son how to ride a bike for the first time. So we're like, all right, buddy, you're going to learn how to ride a bike. And he kind of looks at the bike. He's like, it's cool. I said, Thanks. He goes, there's no training wheels. It was the first thing he said. And I was like, I know, buddy, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to help you. I'll be with you. And so we start doing the training wheels and we start doing the bike thing and I'm holding the left handle. And the thing I didn't think about when I was like, so amped to all of a sudden do this is I basically signed up to be running for like, as long as my son wants to try to pedal a bike, I have to be next to him going fast enough that he can get momentum to actually stay upright. Mm -hmm. And I'm holding it kind of at a weird angle. Cause he's, it's not the tallest bike in the world. Cause he's only seven. So thank goodness he'd do it for like five minutes at a time. And then there was this like activity station. It's basically like a gym for adults. You can do like push-ups and pull-ups and he would want to go do that for a bit. I think just to get his confidence back because he was feeling really afraid. And then at some point, man, it's like, I realized like I had my hand on the handlebars, but I wasn't exerting any pressure. And then there was this moment where I had to let go. I had to just... I had to let him do it. I had to let him do the thing. I had to stop assuming that I was needed, that I was necessary in order for him to stay upright. And I will never forget for the rest of my life, the vision of him paddling away and being too far that I was like, well, I can't stop him from falling now. He's on his own. 
And if he crashes, I'll be there. But that's it. And it was my kid's seven years old. And I feel like it's one of the, it's one of, it's, it's definitely like top three defining moments of fatherhood in the past seven years to like, to really kind of realize, wow, as a parent, you, this whole parenting thing is an illusion to a certain point. Like your kids come out, you spend 10 years trying to think that they're you which they are, but they're not. They're, 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 it's all there, and you're just trying to shape it and point it in the right direction and hope that at some point they make the decision to go, I can't do this without God, or I can't do this without family and friends. But, man, it was so cool. And then all of a sudden, it was like two hours later, he could ride a bike. And now it's become, so now it's a thing. So now it's like, hey, Dad, when are we going to go ride a bike? Which is like, that's it's the coolest thing in the world. You know, I, I think about you and the, watching the photos of you and your son getting to go to all those comic conventions. And like, so this is like, kind of like, I mean, my son and I would go to Dave and Buster's, which is great, but this is like, it was different. And that's the story behind Matt's new song. What else with Corey, man, hit the subscribe button. So you don't miss an episode of that podcast either. listening to sports yak you can always hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode leave us a review that's always helpful if you want to email the podcast it's the sports yak with two k's at gmail.com we're on instagram and twitter sports yak with two k's chuck will be back for episode 82 until next time thanks for listening Uga luga. You've been listening to Sports Yak, all sports information. All that you've just been heard has been copywritten. Don't steal any of this stuff. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.